Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy 1st of July, everybody. Yes, <laughs> Welcome to Change July, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Saw we run a, a little late, blame it on I-20. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> but I'm here, man. We got an awesome show tonight. We're going to be talking about Sunday that everybody's been talking about the past 48 hours, and that's uh, Bill Cosby. Tonight's show is entitled, What Can We Learn From Bill Cosby? Mm. And I want to have an interactive discussion with everybody in regards to um, uh, the whole Bill Cosby um, uh, conviction being overturned. Also, mainly if the things that the man has been doing in the past 10, 20 years, mm -hmm. what we can learn about the movements he's made, and how we can make them applicable to ourselves. Okay. Okay. Again, tonight we're talking about what can we learn from Bill Cosby. Okay. Right. Um, before we get started, I want to say what's up to my awesome producers, DJ Lab. What's going on, brother? Man, what's Thursday, happening? Thursday, what's happening? Thursday. What's I know you're changing moving. lives. I, I know you're moving back there, brother. <laughs> I also, give a shout out to Slick Three Sixteen. Slick Three One Six. Give a shout shout out to this Cuban <laughs> and the John Walker Gold Reserve. <laughs> Which is a good combination, yes, sir, right? Yes, <laughs> he can't say nothing. Get on your damn nerve with this. Like, hey, fellas, hey, just like Charlie Brown teacher, one, 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 one. You might hear you. Do you hear me? Yeah. So you smoking that drink of that reserve, and you don't hear nothing. All you say is, okay. Not a damn thing. That's all you need, fellas. I'm telling you, that's all you need. I might even try that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It says better than Xanax. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I call it the shut up. <laughs> I get my shut up. <laughs> I'm good to go, man. Right, right. But, man, I'm super excited uh, about uh, tonight's show again. I'm glad uh, the brother's out of prison. But I think we'll have a great show tonight. We're talking about what can we learn from Bill Cosby. Okay. But, you know, we start off each show. We, we had previous week. Guys. We still are in the middle of the pandemic. Right. COVID ain't went away. You know, it's funny, man. I was talking to, uh, I was up there at 100 headquarters, and I was talking to a couple of brothers. They, uh, uh, some were doctors, and they were talking about this new Delta mm -hmm. variant. And they really were scaring the shit out of me. And, right, uh, <laughs> right. You know, just like, damn, what's coming, how they might shut this, that, and that, and this, and that, and that down. And I just want to say this to everybody. Just be careful. Right. I want everybody to know, uh, I know majority of the people out here now uh uh, fully vaccinated, but still be precautionous because it seemed like on the vaccination part now. I mean, they're interrupting. I read somewhere they said, Yeah, people who fully vaccinated still can catch it, but they just catch it a little less. <laughs> you talking about the regular COVID? Yeah, well, now even with that, I, I heard they still can damn catch it all right. together, just don't it probably won't kill it, you. won't be as strong, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> but with that said, you know, it's just like how did we get our flu shots when we got the shot. We ain't get, you know, you still maybe get a chicken, uh, chicken pot with a chicken pot vaccination. Mm -hmm. But at least, you know, everybody get high intense cabin fevers right. like we had last year. And right, but I right, still right. want to recommend everybody, please stay safe and be careful. Wash your hands, practice social distancing, uh, cover your mouth when you're sneezing or whatever and everything. And if you are sick, stay away from everybody until you get well up, until you find out exactly what's going on with you. Second, guys, got a major announcement. You guys know when I set my goals each year, and one of the goals I set is is a, is the goal that I set last year, mm -hmm. and also this year. Okay. And that was for my baby boy William Burton to make it to the Junior Olympics. Oh, oh. So I had on my board William, and, and that, that was one of my goals, man. And this past weekend, my son William Clarence Burton, my baby boy, qualified for the Nationals, the Junior Olympics, in the discus. 
So big shout out to Big Will for uh, qualifying the JOs. Also, uh, big shout out to my son Christopher. This is Christopher's fifth time making it to the Nationals. He's going in the shot put, man. So I'm super proud of both of them guys. Last year, the AAU track season was cut short because of COVID. So um, it was kind of bittersweet. And I, that was one of the things in my mind. I was just like, man, I got to get my boys there. But uh, to get both on the qualify, especially William. And uh, William, track season didn't start the most, uh, the best that it could. And a uh, big shout-out to the coaches at uh, Quarter Horse and Track Club, Coach Mike Montgomery, Coach Will Murray. Uh, they, uh, I say this, they got pissed off at William, but they didn't give up on William. So big shout-out to Coach Mike and Coach Murray, man. I really appreciate both of you brothers. But, uh, yeah, man, Chris and Will qualified this weekend. I'm super excited for them. And, uh... Lab, but get ready to press that button again. I'm finna drop something on it. And that's it. Okay. I've been campaigning for a whole month. And Mr. Short Dollar hit 15. My bad. Oh, you good, you good. Been campaigning for a whole month, people. The Mr. Short Dollar hit 15,000 subscribers. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. Yeah, last week, man, we right there. Was that 5-5, 15-5? No, we was at 14-9. 14 14-9. 14-9, but hey, we was there about damn two weeks. Right, right. And I'm just saying, like, man, look, I, I appreciate reaching that milestone. I got I got some stuff planned for July. I've been planning it, planning it, planning it. I'm going to drop it. But, guys, I do want to tell you guys, right now we're going to uh, change lives. My goal with change lives, I got to hit 30. We want to hit 35. 3,500 subscribers by the end of the month. Mm -hmm. You know, we get 16,000 by the end of this month. Great. Uh, for uh, Mr. Short Dollar, for 3,500, guys. So I need you guys spreading the word about the channel. You know, if you, you know, if you like it, you got different content you want to discuss, feel free to reach out. But I do want to say thank you guys in the bottom of my heart for helping Mr. Short Dollar reach 15,000 subscribers. Mm. Man, it, that felt good, Lab. Yeah, that's I know, right? You know, the same goal board, like I, I tell everybody, the goal for Mr. Short Dollar for the year was 10,000 subscribers. Right, right. For the year. So, man, for us to do that and exceed it, man, I'm so Blow excited. Blow out the water. Oh, man, Blow come on. Blow out the water, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's me. That's me, but we're going to make it happen, brother. We're definitely going to make it happen. You know, now going to the night show, uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, what can we learn from Bill Cosby. You guys know on uh, Change the Line, hosted by Deontay Burton, we uh, talk about personal development, professional development, motivation, parenting, dating, uh, all that great stuff. You know, it's a, a real interactive uh, channel and show. I made a couple of changes this year with the channel, with me coming out of my divorce and stuff, so I want to be a little bit more in person and share some things about myself with you guys. But I got, you know, uh, uh the night show, I had to just kind of jump on uh, jump on top of this because, again, when I seen Brother Cosby get out, mm. I was like, okay, this is something we need to really discuss. Right, you know, right, right. Uh, uh, in regards to that because you got <laughs> a little uh, a glitch or whatever that was in the – I can't see. I mean, I, I can't see how the, hell, how the hell they messed that up. Right, right. But, you know, how, how damn, they messed you know, it up. You know, but, you know, I guess that's one of the things you got high-priced lawyers that can find that kind of stuff. Right. 
You know, but again, uh, how long you been in prison? Three years. Shit, it, it took that damn long to figure that out. But Three I, guess, years. I guess that whole process 80, of going 80, back and forth. 87, yeah. 86. Yeah. Everybody, a lot of women upset, though. Yeah, well, you know. Feminists upset. I mean, you know, hell, you know, uh, uh, they kind of go back while I was saying with even with the HBCUs and all the folks took your name out of their buildings. They ain't giving no money back. Right. I'm just saying, like, you know. They ain't giving them 15, 20 million well, back. Yeah, but see, here, here's the deal. We, we talk about this all the time. The rules of the game are the rules of the game. And when they don't necessarily go your way, you can't get mad. Right. So the same thing that you, the, uh, the, the rules that were used to put him away, mm-hmm. that everybody like, this is fair, this is just. Now you got people spinning the same way. Right. This is how the system's supposed to work. Right. If you're wrongly accused, you can get out of it. So, again, uh, my heart goes out to anybody had it that was may have been a victim of anything, uh, or even if you know this brother was wrongly convicted, you know. But that's why I kind of want to have tonight's show. We talking about what can we learn from this because I'm gonna just share a story, man. I'm, I'm gonna go back to 19. Uh, I think this was 99 or 2000. Uh-huh. Uh, Bill Cosby going on his book tour. Right. So he would come to all these different cities in the I country. I remember that. All right. And he went to Doug High over there off of, uh, what Doug on them? Uh, on, uh, what street uh, Doug on? <laughs> oh, hey, don't, hey, don't, get Doug, don't get Doug messed up. You had 225 chiming in. High Tower. <laughs> high Tower. High Tower. Well, homes now, but it was High Tower. Mm-hmm. And uh, matter of fact, it, it, it was uh, uh, definitely like 2000. I just got out of the Army. That's why I remember. Okay. He was on this tour, and he went up to Doug High to preach. And he was just talking about, you know, how the boys wear their pants and how they talk and all that kind of stuff. You know, everyone knows I'm a, I'm a boy. I remember 100 Black Men South Metro. And I'm, I'm, I'm a real big advocate of mentoring the youth and dealing with young folks. But the way he was going about it, he wasn't, he wasn't mentoring or helping. He was just saying, you know, what all they were doing wrong. Right. And unless you're just legally damn blind, which I think he is now, Everybody knows what the kids doing. The kids sagging. Mm-hmm. The kid got this. You know they got the scribble scrabble all over their damn face, or whatever. You know whatever they doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that. Right. The issue comes up like I always say to myself. With, with you know with just being a mentor, it's not an issue of you of awareness. It's an issue of giving them solutions. And you you tell somebody, hey son, you need to do this. You need to do that. They know they wrong, right. but they ain't got no proper guidance on how to do it the right way. Right. You know, and usually you got a uh, a man of that statue that's very influential, um, very well spoken, very well connected. He going around his his community that you know I don't think it's a doubt that Bill Cosby you know was for black folks. He was the biggest benefactor of HBCUs in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it, it it hit a little different, right? When Bill said, and I think. That campaign spurred, he'd already had a reputation of being critical to people in his industry and things like that. But I think that campaign took a lot of his public support. Right, right. Because there are a lot right. of people looking at, you know, him as, you know, America's dad. America's black, dad, black but yeah, dad. The, yeah, the black dad. And just be going there chastising people without, right. you know, being any kind of champion or telling what they what they need to do. And then, you know, it, it didn't sit well with a lot of people. So he lost a lot of fans. Right. With that. Now, you fast forward, I don't know where all these damn women coming from. These women coming from. Everywhere. Man, Bill's, boy. <laughs> good Lord. I ain't, no, I ain't no damn saint, so I ain't right. gonna be sitting there right. judging, but 
I ain't never parked no pill on. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> Bill was getting ready. Freddy. <laughs> Bill had his own little cocktail. Right. He had right. his own little wild Bill. Right. Potion. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, no. I think they agreed to that. No, I think right. that was, he no, no. No, I think he admitted to that. Okay. I okay. think he just uh, settled all that shit. I think, no, I don't think the pills were alleged. Oh, okay. I think it's just that he settled with Airedale, settled with most of them. Oh, okay. Because that one he went to prison for, that was a damn healer monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think he took the damn pill. <laughs> hey. uh, she wasn't that ugly. I mean, oh, she wasn't that uh, unbeautiful. Unbeautiful. I ain't gonna say you ain't seen her? No. She's from the other persuasion. Oh. <laughs> Which I ain't tripping on that. Right. But I'm tripping on like, hey man, hey bro, bro, really, bro, come on, you know, hey, you know, hey, you know, hey man, hey, I ain't give a damn. He's a dollar now. I'm sitting there like, you know that <laughs> when you hear that last call and clear, hey guys, listen, I'm a ten more minutes left for alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> last song for the play, right? And you scrambling, you ain't caught now, right? You know, like that, man. <laughs> yeah, what they what they call them all at the truck stop? Lot lizards. Lot lizards. <laughs> <laughs> I think he gave her two mil. Two he had already settled with her, and then they brought it back up because she kept pushing about it. But, you know, just saying, all these women came out, and again, you know, it, it looks like the brother was a predator when you hear them talk, but I know it's right. inside their story. Right. Um, I don't know him enough, you know, and just speaking from, from Deontay Bird, I don't know that man right. to see him say this, that, and that. Uh, I've never been in no situation like that to be any kind of rape or sex assault victim to say, hey, he, they, you know, that, that did happen or couldn't happen. Um, uh, I just know that he lost a lot of people that cared about, about him previously right. that really wouldn't give him the support. Right. You know, it was kind of like, uh, you know, when Juice, and he was, OJ ain't never really been, you know, <laughs> with the brothers, but you not had been the system. But Bill had just attacked everybody so much, folks didn't even give a damn. Right. And uh, I just remember that sticking to, you know, kind of we were having this discussion tonight. Like, you just think sometimes, like, you can do certain things. And, and I have no idea. I don't know if he was trying to promote a book. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he was going on that kind of campaign. Now, we'll say this, too. Uh, you know, I've been around brothers that, quote, unquote, want a mentor. Because, again, any man that want to help young men, especially even young, black men want to help young black men, mm-hmm. Uh, it's good, and people say, "Yeah, we need more black mentors." But some of these guys don't need to be around. Boy. They don't need to. Buy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean for real. They bad influences. Not even bad influences. You know, you you can have a brother that can be. Let's take the bad influences away. Let's say a brother is a successful guy. He's a you know, uh, uh, well spoken, well read brother. They're like, okay, you need to talk to him. But he he he's, he's unre- unrelatable. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you, you, you don't even know how to talk to approach him, to, approach, approach every damn thing. You know, and, right. and, and he, can't, he can't make a connection to this kid. He's telling this kid what to do, and it's not working. We, when, when I was at Harvard, man, my senior year, I forgot the brother's name. Uh, but he came and spoke to us at Harvard. He uh, was a banker. Mm-hmm. And he was telling us, like, he was glad that he was brought up in a mixed community. Because he knew how to deal with white folks. Now, you at Harper High. Right. Ain't nothing yeah. but Negroes up in there. Yeah, right, right. Ain't no salt and pepper, straight pepper everywhere. Right, right. And you telling us, like, but we not from that. Right. And it was just one of those odd. Conversations. Yeah, speakers. Speeches, yeah. 
And, you know, it's like, no, it, we, we couldn't even get in the context of him because it's like he was knocking us. Right, right. He was telling you y'all. Know? Yeah. 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 Y'all and, you around know. too many black folks. Y'all need to get around some white folks. Basically just knocking the neighborhood. That's how I would have feel. What are you talking about? And you were <laughs> talking to kids that was in the financial services magnet program. Right. So you weren't talking to kids that really didn't have any kind of aptitude to understand what you were saying. Right. But um, uh, uh, I just, stuff like that stick with me because one thing about it, man, I, I, you know I'm a big proponent with listening to people and taking advice, but I always have a problem with people that talk to me instead of with me. Or down to you. Yeah, yeah talk down to you, right. man. That was my ex-father-in-law. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Asshole. I say this shit now with his voice. Right, right, Asshole. right. Right. You tell me about those stories. Talk down to him. He ain't never done it. He and, Ty, <laughs> he and Tyler ain't probably talking to some damn coconut tree. Get right. on their damn nerve. Coconut tree mad as hell. He's just trying to fall over on his ass. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fall on top of his ass. But, you know, your classic example, man. And there's a lot of men like doing that where they talk to younger people. You need to listen. Y'all young folks don't do this. Y'all don't do that. And you can't get with them. One thing about it, and I do appreciate being with the 100, is they um, they they attempt to send you to classes to be a mentor on how to communicate and right. give and receive. Because you do have some brothers that are rigid in them. Well, you know, is that the problem is it, it probably comes up with uh, generational. You know, we were raised tough love, so we figured that worked on us. Got to work on them. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, we would, when we were told to do something, we pretty much did it, but this is a whole new generation now. But, you know, fill up your pants. We was like, yes, ma'am. You know, stuff like that. But now it's a little bit, they're a little bit, you rigid, they rigider. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like you hear the things, I'm like, well, when they stopped letting the teacher work folks in school. And I go in there, you know, my son, teacher, I mean, I don't know if she need to be at school or club, Nikki. <laughs> oh, my God. God, shout out to the fine teacher. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Mr. Bird, miss you on uh, open house. That's my hug day. Right. <laughs> God, Mr. Bird. Oh, oh Mr. Bird. <laughs> fine ass teacher. Well, well, my teacher looks nothing no. like that. Hell no. <laughs> you know, I, I had that Jerry curl. Right. The Jerry curl smoking in Newport, drinking that old Folgers coffee in the morning. <laughs> God, sit your ass down, Chutney. Chatney, sit down. Oh, my God. Hey, that's what I had. <laughs> Teacher be smoking a cigarette in class uh-huh. and that coffee. That is stank as aroma. Sanker and cigarette. Uh-huh. And in the morning, mixed with a little uh, stay soft fro. Stay soft fro. Carefree curl. I got a big old paddle hitting you. Mm. Sit down. Yeah. That's why I had to sit down. You know, like, now nah, they old. Now you go, they're like, yeah. This is how school should look. Yeah. Divided attention. Right. Hell, you know, shit, I'm trying to see what I sit in all the meetings. But you know, that's one, that's one of them things, man. You know, I, 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 I want to kind of, you know, you know kind of talk about you tonight in regards to what we can learn from Bill because one of the things, you know, uh, I looked at, you know, we started looking at someone from an integrity standpoint. And by God, I'm not trying to sit here and, um, sit here and just say, well, hey, I haven't done this and I haven't done that in my life, but I think a lot of times when we cast this net that we 
greater than all. We don't make mistakes. When we talk to people, y'all need to do this, y'all need to do that. We lose a lot of the innocence of a lot of our communication. And I think that's what happened. That's not what I think. I believe that's what happened to that brother. Because uh, I'm a huge Bill Cosby fan. But, again, I don't know enough about the man to sit here and know him personally right. to say what he did or didn't do. And you got people, right. the, the, the odd part about it, you got people close to him that did shows with him, acted with him friends, and they're on both sides. Right. Uh, he did, he didn't. Right. So that's what was really uh, alarming. But when you kind of put yourself in a position mm-hmm. where you tell the people to do certain things, then when things come back on you, mm-hmm. that's when things kind of get alarming. Yeah. And, and it's hard, you know, and that's why I, I, I always try to push the people, like, look, man, just, we all human. Mm-hmm. We all going to make mistakes. Lord knows I have. Right. You know, but I always go back to the, 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 the number one question. Did I F up or am I F up? Right. Now, I might mess up, <laughs> but I don't be messing up. Right. You know, again, and again, my mess up may be unforgivable. That's true. I get it. Right. I get it. I get it. I understand. I can live with that. But you can't see him betray me like I be messing up. Right. I get and it. And I think that uh, that brother was, I don't think, I'll stop saying I think. What I, what I feel like he was doing a lot was really uh, berating people mm-hmm. when they messed up. Mm-hmm. And they weren't truly people that were messing up mm-hmm. and sometimes you know when we I, as a father of kids and a mentor god knows i don't try to talk to you know my own and other kids and i got it i know what i got it i yeah, got it you know? yeah 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 that's it right there i get it i get it i get it everybody you know and that's frustrating but what we also know is that a lot of times a lot of young people won't got it they do you want to sit there and talk to that OG. They man, do. there are so many kids, young men and women, that reach out to me all the time. Kids that went to school with my son mm-hmm. or other people. Hey, man, what's up, Mr. Burden, OG? What's going on? Let's talk. Come here for business advice and all that kind of stuff. Most of them, since they're grown now, charge their ass. But, you know, when they were right. kids, you know. <laughs> it was different. <laughs> now, nah, but, you know, you, but, but real talk, uh, and I appreciate that. I appreciate having the opportunity, you know, even with, with you know, with being part of 100, just going there and talking to the kids and doing it. And, and uh, I think it's a big responsibility with me personally, you know, to make sure that I'm always, you know, uh, in a position on point to listen to people and be able to be somewhat or be as open-minded as possible to understand that the way I think and believe is the way I think and everybody else don't think that. Right. Right. I think a lot of people don't get that part. And to your point earlier, people are so rigid sometimes to forget, like, you know, that's how you feel. Mm-hmm. That's how you believe. Right. And that's not how everybody thinks. Right. You can't expect yeah. you out of people. Nah. You can't expect you out of people. So, yeah, that rigidness don't play, pan out a lot of times because that person ain't you. You may want them to be you, but they don't think like you. They don't respond to things like you. So they're not you. So you can't expect people. You can't expect you out of other people because we all don't think the same. Well, even to that point, Leo, I think the more, just I say this, it has helped me because you're talking about 20 years of coaching, uh, 
mentoring and dealing with other kids it's helped me to be that way because i'm always out there dealing with right other people and kids a person that doesn't do that they may not be as swift to understand you know hey man you know that kid might you know he might be on medication mm -hmm. or that kid got issues at home you know you see the viral videos mm -hmm. well you know it was uh, a mom took her son in a uh, barber shop and the kid was just cutting up and everybody in there he needed to get his butt whooped and all these men were saying it clearly in my mind that's something that kid got something wrong with him right. like that wasn't a hard-headed child that was a chemically imbalanced child to me right. like i don't think a, a I, I think that kid would be getting a whooping and still be just jumping up and down. And if you don't really deal with kids or understand that, and it's not a negative thing, it's just being realistic, you you would receive that differently. Mm -hmm. And I just think that kind of benefits. So I will challenge people is if you got any kind of opportunity, I ain't saying you got to join Big Brother Love America. Cause that, was, that was a nightmare experience for me. Uh, and I talk about no, I ain't talk about it tonight. I think I talked about it on the show before, didn't I? What's that? That Big Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, you I have. talked about it on you the have. show. Man, me put they put me with the Tasmanian devil. <laughs> but uh <laughs> right. yeah, they have a flashback. But I'm not saying you gotta join Big Brothers of America. Uh -huh. But I am saying every now and then try to take it upon yourself to at least try to do some kind of interaction with a younger person. It can be somebody a little younger than you. It could be an adult. It can be a child, teenager, whatever. And try to make, you know, help them. Uh, if you want to, try to help them make some kind of uh, uh, impact. Okay. If you can, you know, if possible. I'm sorry. I got to fix something right quick. I thought I had this thing on silent. But uh, I just want to pose that, that challenge. Hey, again, this is Change Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. You know, Change Live, we talk about... Um, personal development, professional development, motivation, family, dating, marriage, divorce, life, kids, all that great stuff. Just basic life stuff on Changing right. Lives. You know, we are streaming live on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Excuse me right now, no matter what platform you're looking at, the main vehicle that we put most of our information on is the YouTube channel. So go to Changing Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. On the YouTube channel, over 250 videos on there. Please subscribe to the channel. Stay ahead. Stay on. Uh, know abreast of more great information and videos to come forward okay uh, the second thing I want to so learn about from Bill Cosby is learning uh, that you got haters mm. see a lot of times they say if you don't have them you ain't popular <laughs> and when you get comfortable you forget that everybody don't like you right is anybody chiming in anything not yet not That's yet. it. We got people on can't, there, but they ain't saying that. Can't compete with the Hawks. <laughs> and and versus. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. Right. But, you know, uh, yeah. Well, a lot of times when you're sitting there and things are good, it's good. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to just say this from personal experience. Like, I, I love DJ Lab, Slick 316. You really, a lot of time, man, I found a, a lot of my friends, the people that knew what I was going through, uh, it meant a lot for the holler at me, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, to talk to me mm -hmm. when I really needed, you know, and it, it meant a lot. Because when you're going through stuff in your mind, all kind of places, and I know my head this time last year was a damn baby rock. <laughs> you really find out who your friends are when you're going through stuff. Right. And you really find out who ain't. Right. Because when you're going through stuff, and one of the dumbest questions I got asked, 
Well, why you do this? Mother effer, I didn't need to know. Look, I need a, I need solutions. Right, right. Solutions. You know? I don't need questions. Yeah, look at, uh, what is this? Uh, Snowfall, Snowball, uh-huh. and the brother. Damn, what's his name? What's, what, what the lead character name? I know who you're talking about. Dang, what he was, uh, Damn, like, was it Lenny? No, no, no. It's I'm not, sorry. It's not. But it's it, not. It, 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 I, I remember the scene when they were just trying, he was just trying to, uh, he, had, he had the other uh, dope boy. Mm-hmm. They had to just get a plan together, and everybody just throwing ideas. He just said, "Listen, man, if y'all got something constructive to say, you tell those that was, man that 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 dude be acting." Right, but yeah, hey, bro, I'm saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Like not a little bit yeah, British, yeah, he real British. Yeah, yeah, he, he just like Idris Elba. <laughs> but but you know it's funny, man, because when he said something, that was some real boss stuff. Because I know what hell I go through, and he's just like, man, listen. If y'all got an opinion, y'all got something to say, I'm going to listen to you. Right. I take. He said, if y'all ain't got nothing, just shut the hell up and let me figure it out like I always do. Right. And a lot of times, people, when they going through stuff, they got too many people to tell them what the hell they did wrong. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you know that. I already know that. Part. You know what the hell I, I know I did wrong. I know what I got caught doing. I know what all that is. Shit, I need some solutions. Right. A brother is drowning. Right. Get me out of Lake Lanier. And that's and that's the problem though. And I, and I know we talking about Bill Cosby. It is what it is, but that's what everyday life though. We Absolutely. go through stuff every day. I Absolutely. mean, to be honest with you, um, me personally, I go through things every day. My mind is always like a rattle most of the time. Uh-huh. I'm trying to figure out stuff, and I don't call nobody because I don't know why I'm thinking this way. So I know that person ain't gonna be able to help me out. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes it's just. It, it, you don't want to call or talk to nobody because you don't feel like they're going to get it, for yeah. one. For two, you don't want to hear them, hear them say, well, why? <laughs> I don't know why. Just help me out. And number three is, you don't want them telling nobody else <laughs> what you damn talking about. <laughs> you might as well do a Facebook post. Exactly. You, you, you know, when you sit there and think about it, let's say we go back 25 years. And we look how iconic Bill Cosby was. Mm-hmm. And to have so many people wanting blood. At, this is how I look at it. Every person that accused Bill Cosby, he had some well-known people that accused him. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But majority of the people that accused Bill Cosby were lesser known than him. And so when pe- people were listening to people, and I'm not saying they wrong, but just follow what I'm saying. People were listening to some to people that were lesser known than this man, and taking their word over him, mm-hmm. and rolling with it. Right. And so my point with all that is that you're sitting there going because that's what you want to hear. You want to you know, or you want to just put that with it. You come to whatever conclusion you got. That's right. You, you, you see me in my parade race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm in parade rest. Yeah, man. You actually had ease. Oh, I'm at ease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be 45 degree angle. Oh, yeah. Someone's going to lock behind you. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to see if you remember. Go Carry on. Don't fall out in formation. Carry on. I just want to throw that out. Lab doing a little DNC. That's really ceremony. That's right. Well, you people ain't in front of military. Little DNC in here. But, uh... You know, people come to their own conclusion about things. And so now you're sitting there like, people, you're like, damn, I thought we were cool. 
now all of a sudden, yeah, he raped her. He did this. He did that. You're mm-hmm. like, what the hell? Right. And I even went with my, you know, my personal stuff with, yeah, he did this and he did that. Now I'm the big bad wolf. But, right. you know, hell, yeah, too, I would help you. You ask me, you ain't had no damn yeah, you had an empty <laughs> ass refrigerator, right? And all this other kind of stuff. But that's the kind of stuff when you go through things. I said, you know, that when you find out because people that you at once assisted or showed love to, now they on some BS on you know what you didn't did or what you ain't did, mm-hmm. what kind of person you and your character assassinated, and um, you gotta be prepared for that mm-hmm. because when it's good, it's good. Right. And when it's bad, it's bad. <laughs> Shit, boy, I've been to the damn abyss. Right. And when you go down to the abyss, boy. It's a hard time. Boy, you be laying down, so Joker pull the junk out of piss on you. <laughs> hey, I'm still down here. <laughs> I know. I know, right? <laughs> I know you was. That's <laughs> what made me have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> they did it to me, boy. They did it to me. Well, let me ask you a question. Shoot. On the. On the on Bill Cosby and the fact that he, you know, he had people that probably hate on him, people that he probably was helping to help get their career started and all that other stuff. Do you think in all hindsight, because it, it, I mean, a lot of them was a long time ago. I mean, that was when he was doing Let's Do It Again and stuff like that. Do you think that he got to a point where he was like, ain't nothing gonna happen. I'm good. Was he not res- expecting it? I mean, I just don't know. I, I just don't know. When you do dirt, you supposed to do dirt by your lonest. You ain't supposed to have nobody that's gonna be able to say, "Yeah, I was there," or "Yeah, he did. He told me." You supposed to just do that by yourself and not mention it no more. Well, possibly. Yeah. But I also think some of it was probably kind of. This is why I kind of look at it with this, and I, you know, I don't, this is not to offend nobody. Be straight up. I just feel like when, when I heard the notion that he was a powerful black man, a powerful man, but I. I still look at he was a black man. Mm-hmm. Even I see those those white women during that time. I mean, if he, if any one of those white women would have came out and they could have been homeless, and they said Bill Cosby assaulted them, or they put a fire, they put him on a, on a, on an oak tree. Right. Like I just can't. He still was black. Mm-hmm. He still was black. Right. And you talking about going to the sixties and seventies mm-hmm. with any kind of allegation? Of a white woman, right? I just can't, I right. can't see it, lad. Right? I can't see it, especially through the sixties and seventies. Absolutely. I mean, a- absolutely. I'm just talking about even for that reason, hell of sister. Right. You know. Now again, it may have. Uh, you might have some women that have were compromised as far as their careers. Right. To say, hey, if I'd have came out, I might not have got another acting job or something like that. Right. I get that, but. If you'd have went forward with it, I just don't know. I don't think he was that powerful. He's still black. Right. But back then, though, when you think about it, in the 60s and 70s, he wasn't as powerful. Well, no, he was just popular. He was just popular. Yeah. I mean, but he didn't get really, really, really rich and rich and overly rich and famous until he did the Cosby stuff. So you think about that whole that whole time span. We're talking about, I mean, he. he Let's say Pride 85. Yeah, he was he was on electric company and stuff. I mean, you think about all that stuff. I mean, Green Hornet, right? Green Hornet and and all them sixties. The hey, 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 uh, Fat Albert, that. all that. Hey, man, I, I I just that's one kind of hard for me to grasp. Right. I ain't saying he didn't do it. Right. But the reluctancy, I just would have thought he'd been easier to fry it in. 
than he is Secret right Seven, now. He, they, he wouldn't made it to court. We were talking about doing something to the white woman. Yeah, what I'm saying. That's why I said, like, you know, now, I think it's harder now than it would have been then. Right. Because um, he can afford representation. Mm-hmm. He's, he has established image and stuff. So I, I don't I don't know. Now, right. again, I ain't trying to sit here and say something that happened to folks. Right. I just think it'd be hard, easier to push back then. Right, right, you know, right, uh, right. And again, who am I? But again, I, I, I just feel that way. But uh, those are the kind of things you look at when you, you start talking about what you can learn from them. Just when you think you uh doing certain things, you know, and and people come out and you that you really want to expect them to hate and do certain things, it cuts you a little different. Right. It cuts you a little different. A lot of people been through it. I damn sure been through it. I'm going through it mm-hmm. and everything. But you know my motto, keep that energy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, when I went through my divorce, I still go through it now. And I've been divorced for some years. But when I went through my divorce, the one person who I just knew, well, who I thought was going to be on my side was not. And that was my mama. That cut real deep. <laughs> but we never really had a close relationship anyway. But it's just That's a amazing. point. That's you know what I'm saying? I'm still uh-huh. your child. So... You know what I'm saying? Everything you're going to do, you're going to do to help her. So, yeah, I, I feel what you're saying. That 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 right there, that, that cuts deep when you think people going to be on your side, even just a little bit, or be neutral. No, yeah. not just go totally to the other side. I would have preferred you to be neutral. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, 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 and I can imagine. But, you know, those are the kind of things we try to, you know, you got to be aware of that can happen because, again, when you're up, you're up, you're down, you're down, yeah. and everybody gonna, everybody don't like necessarily – Playing in dirt, God right. tell him, boy, you playing dirt, you gonna get in your eye. Right. A lot of folks ain't got time to get dirty with you. So. Especially it's red clay. Yeah, it there you go. Off. There you go. <laughs> so you need to be prepared if you go through stuff. You know, be kind of like, hey, you have an exodus of your fan club. Mm-hmm. You know. Again, this change your life. Who's by your truly Deontay Burton tonight? We're talking about what can we learn from Bill Cosby, right? The third thing I want to talk about, and I think this is all of us went through, is that. We don't like to say this, and we know it, but there are consequences for everything you do. Right. If we do something positive, there are some consequences for that. Mm-hmm. Consequences ain't necessarily always got to be looked at in a negative light. Mm-hmm. But it's just sometimes when you work out hard to get yourself in shape, a consequence may be some time you're losing with your children. Right. Or with your spouse. Right. You don't sit here and bust your tail to get through law school, got this law degree. You ain't even see, you ain't spend no time with your old lady. Right. Right? I get it. So we're talking about consequences ain't necessarily all going to be associated to a negative thing. But we now we're going to talk about these co- consequences. And uh, I remember, man, just go back. I hope this young lady ain't listening, but... I know she look at the show. This one of my old girlfriends from high school. Mm-hmm. Gonna take you back to probably 1992 uh, 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 or three. Harper, Archie. I wanna. Now I know what Harper Archie it was just straight Harper. Harper. I was at, I was at West Fullerton then. I think. No. Okay. I don't know. But anyway, this young lady they had an attic fan. Mm. So if you have, you know, anybody oh, had an I attic fan, it sounded like I was. Yeah. <laughs> so she decided to sneak me in the house. So we sneak in the house. You know, play doctor for a little bit. It's about 11, 12 o'clock. Everybody knew I had a little white Chevette. I parked it at the corner, walked down <laughs> to the house, cut the attic fan on. Right. And her mom was asleep. You know, just be not. Everybody get used to it. They be asleep. 
So this one day, I guess, you know, you could you couldn't the, the say mom couldn't ever hear nobody in the house. Right. So this one day, I guess mom wants to explore. <laughs> DJ Lab. <laughs> mom came in there. Right. And I'm in there butt bonking naked. Oh Lord. Now mom didn't see me. But I'm over in the corner, balled up with right. a blanket over me. Right. Talking, having a, 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 a intimate, intimate conversation with God. <laughs> About getting out of this, <laughs> I'm going to change my life. <laughs> in the name of the Lord. Yeah, what if you can get me out of this? Lamb. Well, right. And that lady, well, that lady, this, that lady she sat on the damn bed. <laughs> Over there cramping and spasming up, trying to, you know, just trying to not to move. Right. Hold right, my breath. Right. And you know, like, you know, mom just talking about all kind of stuff. And I'm just sitting there, and please, um, friend, don't get mad. <laughs> but I'm sitting there like, woo, but I'm just telling God, if you ever get me out of it. <laughs> yours. Right. I'm yours. Lab, mom left out about 30 minutes later. Uh-huh. I'm cramping. I think I'm at damn two a days or something practice. <laughs> Girl, I gotta go. Climb out the window and get him a call. Lab, ask me where I was the next night. <laughs> right back over there. Oh! <laughs> Forsaking your cheese. Them consequences went right away. <laughs> Right? But laugh. I ain't through. Okay. Come out the house, feeling like a young jeep. <laughs> Two in the morning. All right. Oh. Guess who's sitting out there in the yard in the lawn chair? Mama. I, hey, I did the number one thing any young man would do. Took off running. <laughs> <laughs> Punk ass poochie. <laughs> Punk ass poochie took off. Why she in the yard, though? Oh, man. I don't know, man. Because Jesus said, oh. Oh. I got back home. My phone ringing like she timed it. Mr. Burden, <laughs> do you know I can have charges pressed on you? Uh, oh, man. Shit. <laughs> Not a nigga same age. Man, no. She was a teenager. Uh, man, but you know my ass just. Ma'am, 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 right, ma'am, right, ma'am. Right. But you know that lady ended up lo- loving me. But I, but but I will say this too. I'm just going back to, even though we talking about just consequences, consequences, making decisions, and I understand there's ramification everything you do, mm-hmm. and people sometimes get too caught up into the positive aspect of that decision mm-hmm. and never think about the consequence. Because, excuse me, like I said, the consequence is not always going to be quote unquote negative. Right. And the brother were doing things. Understand it, because. I got to understand, like, you know, we can go into God loving and all this stuff with his marriage. One or two. Mm. He got about 50. You're right. <laughs> Camille's still down. Camille's still down. She knew what them zeros land. <laughs> and you know what, man? And I don't even necessarily know what the zeros. It she, might be just she, she might be her. cool. They might got an understanding. Uh-huh. She might have damn knew. She, uh, that's what I'm you saying. Know? She might have. I was about to say, she might have knew. I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I will say I don't think it's the other side of it. Say when they get to these kids, they get embarrassed, mm-hmm. they hear about this. 
But people got to really understand what I want people to learn from that is every decision has a consequence. Right. And it and, and you need to also let them understand that the consequence may not happen right away. Mm. Your instant gratification is going to happen. That's what we're looking for. People are always caught up in the instant gratification of what they're doing. But they never think about the consequences towards the end. And it might not come today or tomorrow, but there will be a consequence to what you do. Well, well Neg- like, negative or positive. That's, that, that, and, right. and that's the thing about I really want people to get that part. The consequence ain't necessarily going to be something that you need to be embarrassed about. Right. But it may not necessarily be something that's favorable for you. Right. You know, that's right. the thing about it. Um, when you, like like I said, man, when you sitting there trying to build a business up, man, there were some things I was really sacrificing with my children growing my business. Certain things came evident to me I had to pull back. But so you sitting there looking like I'm growing this on one side, looking like you're being successful. But I'm losing But other this. things are suffering on the other side. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to find a happy medium. Right. Or you got to make decisions. Um, and I think a lot of times people don't necessarily want to go for that. Mm-hmm. They just look at it like because I'm happy, everybody's going to be happy. Or because I'm doing this, everybody should just understand. And that's not always going to be the case. Right. And I think people really don't try to go through that whole thought process. Now, when we talk about li- li- learning from this experience, we got to understand that, everyone. We got to understand that. And when you're making decisions, you're going through and trying to uh, think big picture-wise of why you're trying to do this or why you're doing that. You want to think about, hey, man, shit, if I take this new job, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going to get uh, get paid more money, I'm going to make more money, but I know I ain't in no you know, great car. Right. The extra way and tell is the additional pay going to compensate for that. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Is 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 the this new promotion they give me, even though it give me more money, the BS I got to deal is with is it worth the headache? Is it worth the you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what we. That's I, I really want everybody to kind of because people don't really think about that. Mm-hmm. People just oh yeah because what's the difference between the guy that's a manager at McDonald's and the head fly guy? Right. I don't think it is probably a dollar fifty mm-hmm. and a boat and a tie and the shirt. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. getting the shirt and the tie, but you got a, a, a boatload of more responsibility, mm-hmm. and it's the money worth it right and those are the kind of things i just think i don't think a lot of people go through the thought process of doing it mm-hmm. now if you're on a certain career path career check you want to do certain things that's fine mm-hmm. but again we got to look about the flip side of it what the things that can come out of it are gonna bite folks and trust me when i say this most people most people don't look at it like that right they look at consequences as being something negative mm-hmm. it's not always gonna be something negative but it will be something that's going to disrupt things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a good example. Uh-huh. When I worked for Development Diversified, I was a property manager, but uh-huh. I had a company car. Mm-hmm. Go to all the shopping centers within the Atlanta area, company car, fine, no problem. They want to promote me to a regional manager, they take the company car away because you go state to state, and they just pay you mileage. I had to really assess that because, for one, I only had one car at the time. My wife was in school, three children. You know what I'm saying? So we, you know, we all, all, I only had the one car because I had the company car. You get what I'm saying? So I had to assess that because I didn't have the money to buy a car right away. So I was like, I had to actually turn it down. And though it was more money, but the process of going to get another car, adding insurance on, car payment, wear and tear, I got to pay the maintenance, and just getting mileage, which was what I don't think was very much per mile, didn't add up it to worked. me. Math don't work. It didn't, it didn't work. It, 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 work. It, it didn't work. I was probably paying out more. Taking the taking the promotion and, and making more money than I was just staying where I was and driving a company car around. How 
many people do you think go through a, any kind of process of elimination like that? Right. They just wave that little biscuit in front of them. Hey, man, they gave me a promotion, this, that, and that, but you ain't even thought about, like I say, the consequences mm-hmm. of doing that. Right. Okay. Man, damn, boy, you ain't going to never be at home. You know? Right. Just like you get uh, your car breaking down. You go to the dealership. Mm-hmm. What the dealership do to always seal the deal? They get you in that car. They say, well, look, we probably make, well, how, how much do you pay a month? Right. And they might have you finance for eight years. Right. But they get you in there. And you know it's already tight for you to be paying it because you you, you like the car. Mm-hmm. You drove it. And now the possibility that you can actually own this car. Right, right. But now your ass working overtime. Mm-hmm. You're doing all this other kind of stuff. You know what? You ain't enjoying your car. Right. Your ass is working. You Ubering. All other kind of stuff. You just, it ain't even fun. Right. It ain't even fun. fun. Right. And people really don't think about the consequence side of that. Mm-hmm. So I just want really people really think about it because I think that brother made a lot of decisions and some of the consequences probably wouldn't look at. He might have thought it out and said, I don't give a damn. Right. Cool. Ooh. You know? It is what it is. But I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think so. And I want everybody to kind of really, you know, have a, you know, be very, if, you, if anything we talked about tonight, really be thinking about both sides of the decision making, that consequent aspect. Get this change line hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Tonight we're talking about what we learned from Bill Cosby. The last thing I want to talk about, and this is real near dear to me, everybody know how I am, about family. One thing I did notice about it with this, shitty folks stay down with him. Now, all his folks too, wife, kids, everybody. I don't know if he got put in a reverse headlock when he got home. But as far as the public, stay down. Right. Let me say this to you. If you know when your family members is wrong, I ain't saying you got to sit here and just be blindly follow them or whatever. But understand that that's still your family member. Right. You know? You ain't got to uh, 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 agree with them, but you definitely don't have to publicly condone them either or condemn them either. And I think when we start talking about family, People really treat family sometimes like they would somebody outside of that family. Yeah. And like I said, man, I, I'm, I'm one of them lucky people, man. I can say, man, even with everything I've been through in my life, successes, failures, and growing and doing stuff, I can pretty much say on both sides, mom and dad, I ain't really had no hating. Right. You know, you might do with your cousin, cousin, don't know what the hell you really do, but they be like, hey, good, that good, cousin, proud. I never dealt with that. Right. I, never, I can honestly say. I ain't never dealt with that. Uh, I'm different. You know, you know, I be thinking, and I've heard a lot of people say that, but I've I'm never, different. you know, now again, I can't sit here and say everybody's understanding right. on what the hell I'm doing, but I ain't never really had no hate for my family, man. I ain't never, man. I'm talking about either side, cousin proud of you. Ah, shit, that's why I get, you know, right. whatever. And again, you know, uh, uh, that's been very, very important to me. Um, but I, I, I really, really looked at it, admiring it. I've always raised my children to be very supportive of each other. Mm-hmm. Check your brother when he wrong, but don't ever let nobody talk about your brother. Mm-hmm. Don't front on it. That's one of our rules. Don't front on each other in public. You know, when we get behind closed doors, man, what the F are you doing? Right. But family before everything. And I, uh, I didn't realize how strong of a family I had until I seen some of my friends that didn't have what I had. Man. And I damn sure, and I damn thought, I probably took my family for granted. Right. Because 
to see how we are and to see uh how other folks that had no no and it's funny man i'm, I'm a cousin you know especially all this last name burden podcast you know my, my great-grandfather had uh what 10 kids mm-hmm. and to see all the uh second and third cousins hanging all out all of us still hang out they come from the same nutsack. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? I, right. I would be looking at it like, man, you know, we all got the same great dad, great granddad, great grandmama. Mm-hmm. And they'll just be sitting around looking. Right. And, you know, and everything. And also, you know, I always thought that was very, very powerful. Shout yeah. out to all the burden. That's right. You know, and it so is. So hold on. Let me. Family can be because of coming from one that's not very strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not ashamed and say it. I don't care. Uh, coming from one that's not very strong, sometimes you don't. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't envy nobody's family. I mean, my family is what it is. Um, I take the, the good with the bad. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even worry about that part. But it makes you. For me, it makes me know that pretty much you can't count on folks and then i'm talking about my family don't people on the outside it is what it is yeah but i'm talking about my family makes me realize that hey i can't really count on nobody really because mm-hmm. if my family couldn't stick with me through thick and thin what uh joe blow on the corner gonna do or what joe blow that or this person that claimed that they my friend gonna do you know what i'm saying so you look at things differently that way than when you would if you had a strong family you might be like okay I do these. If anything else happens, I know I got yeah, my I got family. them. Right. I got them. And I can be honest with you, man. What I went through with my divorce, man, she, a lot of my cousins, man, talked to me two or three hours on the phone. Right. Cuz come have a drink, this, right. that, and that. Meet me at the second Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I appreciate them, man. I appreciate them, man. You know, just, I'm sitting over there, they all in a good mood. And right. I'm talking Change to your bullshit. Laugh about it now. Right, right. You know, like, Pooch, what the hell? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Ain't everybody know how happy go lucky I am. Right, you better you come know. smoke this shit up. Mm. <laughs> get your ass on another drink. Like I said, get your ass on another drink. Right. But now, nah, man, that was a uh, family first, man. So big shout out to both sides. You know, Burdens, Rollins, both sides of my family, man. You know, I, I you know, I can't thank you guys enough. And even my, you know, immediate family, my children, my mom, man, everything. I, I man, you know, it's, it, hey, man, you know, I, I, I look at Bill like, hey, man, that was, that was one thing, probably helped him. I say he might have got some hell on wheels behind closed doors, right, right. but it, 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 it do help when you sometimes going through some stuff, mm-hmm. and, and uh, you got people that can do it. And, and laugh to your point, I will say this to you, brother, and this from me to you. Blood don't always make you family. That's the hey. You know, so so that's true. So 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 that's the thing about it. I consider you a brother can help me through some bullshit. So, <laughs> you know, that, always, and, always. And, and, and that's some things that I think a lot of times, if you don't have that good friends or like I said, that family ain't necessarily blood. Yeah, life is a whole lot tougher. Mm-hmm. Life is a whole lot tougher, man. So again, I I I, I really enjoyed our discussion tonight, but I kind of wanted you know everybody kind of remember those points from the integrity the the haters, the consequences, and family, things you can learn from the whole Bill Cosby situation. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, you know, miss the conversation, you know, feel free to look over the video later on and share it. Again, this is Deontay Burden, host of Changing Lives. Um, make sure you go to the YouTube channel, subscribe, 
Also, go to Mr. Short Dollar where we talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, and real estate investing. Got a busy, busy, busy month of July for you guys. Got a busy month. So, I want you guys to buckle up. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, share everything about it. Also, do the same thing with Mr. Short Dollar. But, hey, guys, thanks a lot from the bottom of my heart. I had a great discussion tonight. Take care of yourself. Be safe. And I'll see you next week. Love you. <laughs>